You're listening to Trade Entrepreneur, the show for business owners by business owners. I'm your host, David Sudworth, and welcome to this week's show. Thank you once again for joining me on the Trade Entrepreneur podcast. I don't even remember last week I started the show by just telling people how lovely the weather was and how spring is starting to be sprung and and then I made a flippant remark about uh, I shouldn't open my big, my big mouth because uh, it'll probably start snowing. Well, it, start, it started snowing. In fact, as I'm recording this now, it's starting to, starting to snow where I am and parts of the country just been deluged with uh, lots and lots of snow. People have been trapped in cars overnight on motorways. And it's like, I'm, I apologise. <laughs> if that's you and I gave you the distinctly wrong impression that we were on our way to better weather, then I humbly apologise. <laughs> just goes to show you should never, ever mention the weather because it just, <laughs> it, uh, it, yeah, it has a, has a big, um, a big habit of making a complete fool out of you. Not that I need many, uh, <laughs> many examples of that, but, um, yeah, it's been a, uh, an, an eventful week as, always is at the moment um, in my business. Uh, some personal news. Uh, this week, I was appointed uh, an area leader f- with the Federation of Small Businesses, the FSB, for the Greater Manchester area, uh, which is a fantastic honour. Um, basically, I've been a member of the Federation of Small Businesses for uh, over five years now. And they, uh, like most people, are kind of joined um because I was attracted by some of the some of the member benefits uh the free banking was one of them certainly and uh, the access to the uh hr and, and legal helplines was again very inv- invaluable but uh I, there's a a great contact locally called Robert Downs and uh, Robert's actually been on this show you might may recall last year he came on to discuss the uh the proposed um, clean air charging for for Greater Manchester, which at the moment is kind of uh, being put on the shelf, um, and uh, Roberts, the, uh, the the chap who who alerted me to this issue quite a few years ago, and uh, it was bubbling away, and he was doing a lot of work on it, and then but it never seemed to be fully in the public conscience, and then all of a sudden, about eighteen months or so ago, it just kind of sp- sprung up out of nowhere and all of a sudden it was all 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 whatever trades were talking about in the area the proposed charging for commercial vehicles and uh that was interesting to me because as someone who likes to keep abreast of of stuff that's happening outside my own business uh, it kind of showed to me that obviously people are very busy and generally speaking they just concentrate on their own business and if there's something which is not a direct threat to their business they'll kind of um kind of put it to one side if something is is a direct threat i.e you're going to have to pay x amount to basically do business each day then they'll start to get involved and i think that was one of the things which I've always tried not to do. I've always tried to ensure that I'm involved in things um, on day to day because it's the, it's the little things which, when you put them all together, they can they can um, amount to something quite significant. So uh, t- today's show is actually going to be about um, 
outside interests uh, other than your own other than your own business uh, and I think it's actually important for your business that you do have outside interests I'm not talking about going golfing or you know windsurfing on I'm not talking about hobbies here I'm talking about interests in business but outside your own particular sphere and I think that's it's important for quite a few reasons it does give you a a, a wider perspective uh it stops you uh jumping to massive conclusions and also it makes you a better business person i think um for for, for my for my own sins i obviously host this podcast and one of the reasons that i started doing the podcast was quite honestly because i i felt that so few people actually put themselves out there particularly in particularly in the UK I've mentioned in the past there's lots of podcasts business ones coming out of America but there's very few in the UK which have a trade perspective um some of them are very good but th- th- it's very rare that they are sole business owners themselves that's usually uh, it's usually part of a team and obviously I'm someone who's growing my business and continuing to grow my business so it's I was hoping it would lend a bit more of an authentic voice for for people who are who are on a similar path to myself, um, and obviously it allows me to interact with people. The good the good thing about this podcast actually is that, and I've said it before, people do listen to it, um, and they will listen to it, and then all of a sudden you'll get loads of text messages, loads of emails, but you'll hear nothing for for a good few weeks. Then you'll hear loads on on one particular topic. Or just and then every so often, just a a message saying, "Yeah, listen to your podcast, good stuff, keep it going." I had the same issue, I particularly enjoyed that guest or or whatever. So for me, the the, the podcast was a, an outlet to um, hopefully create a bit of a community to share best practice and to also for for me. Um, learn a new skill really in podcasting something I'd, I'd never done before uh i was always amazed at how people could just go in and do it but then i decided myself that the best way to to learn is to to crack on and do it i did a few test runs i thought that sounds okay uh i didn't particularly want to have a script and i've, I've never had a script for the, for these podcasts and i know sometimes it, it can show but i think that's part of the appeal for the podcast so that's the reason i, I do that but over and above this, I, uh, I'm also a business mentor as well for the Growth Hub in Greater Manchester. And one of the big reasons why I am a mentor is not because I want to be seen as someone who is the all-seeing eye and got all the answers. I haven't got all the answers. Part of the reason that I'm a, uh, I want to be a mentor is, firstly, I know that entrepreneurship is a very lonely experience. And there's very few people who you can speak to who are actually in a similar boat to you. Secondly, I wanted to expand my own network so that I could actually speak to people who are in a similar boat to me. And thirdly, also, because you actually end up learning a lot from other people. In an age where it's so easy to send an email or send a text, actually meeting people face-to-face, and particularly since lockdown, as I think it's become invaluable because when you see the whites of someone's eyes, you really 
understand them and you become I become inspired um I've got some um people who I mentor and I had a meeting the other week and uh he he mentioned this 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 book which I had never heard of and I had a had a read of it since and it was like wow that is that is a really good interesting business book and sometimes when people come to you with a particular issue that they're experiencing and you then start um, this is what I do. I tend to think about it out loud, but then I also maybe later start put, um, putting the same blueprint that I've just explained maybe onto my own business. And as a result, my own business can get better. And I think that's, I think that's uh, a lot of people just get tunnel vision with their own business and it's completely understandable. But I think sometimes a bit like having, having a hobby where you can just switch off from work, having, other interests within your own business sphere, if you like, not necessarily your own industry. I think that really does help. I'm talking about um, industry. I, I, f- I find that if you spend too much time in your industry, not only do you not learn very much really in terms of business, you can also become a bit um, insular and you start to worry about uh, what other people might think um, and how they may react to you. So what you end up doing, you end up becoming, uh, you end up self-censoring uh, either your your actions or, or your thoughts or what you want to say because you you kind of, you don't want to rock the boat. Let me say, there's very few people in their own industry who are, who are lionized in their own industry. They're usually lionized in other industries uh, I can't remember the exact quote, but there's a there's a there's a, uh, there's a saying that you'll never be uh, you'll never be a king in your own land or so, or something something like that. Um, it, it's so it's it's important to look into other industries because other industries. Are, I mean, business is business at the end of the day, uh, and customers are customers. And I've I. I Although everyone thinks that their own particular industry is unique, I've never really found that to be. It, it can be true around the edges, and there's, there's certain sensibilities, and yeah, that's that's understandable. But but when push comes to shove, people buy from people, and people want to be treated in a certain way, and there's a certain and there's a certain way that you target certain demographic demographics of customers, uh, certain ways you market to them, um, and that will cut across many different industries and many different sectors. So the area leader role appealed to me because um, it brings all those things in because you obviously speak to more people. Uh, but also as well, and this was the, this is the thing I, I wanted to come back to, not from what I was saying earlier, if you don't get involved, if you don't, have a voice, then don't be surprised if your views aren't necessarily reflected in in the in the wider debate. So, uh, trades is a good example. Uh, that the, the, the is an archetypical kind of trades person, white van man, uh, dashboard full of newspapers and coffee cups and all, all that business and. Yeah, those do exist, but it's it's so different from the vast majority of trades these days. Uh, trades are becoming a lot more professionalised, and 
in my role as as an area leader for for Greater Manchester, and particularly because of the clean air charging, but beyond that as well, it's important that that trades have a voice. Now, some will say that it's quite arrogant to assume that you can be the voice for trades. I'm not I'm not suggesting that at all. But what I'm saying is, I'm willing to I'm willing to speak upon behalf of people who may not want to put put their head above the parapet, and uh, and articulate those views to the to the to the key decision makers. And I think every industry needs that. Um, I was in a discussion a few weeks ago where people were saying about tradespeople and said, well, tra- um, the economy must be booming because tradespeople, uh, I can never get hold of one. And that's that could be one way of looking at things, but there's, there's, a, there's a myriad of reasons why it's hard to get hold of tradespeople. Chiefly, they're one-person bands, so the, 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 the supply is always going to be limited. And also, there might be fewer people going into trades potentially, or there might be more people retiring, or maybe people who were in trades um, have um, moved down to the area or moved out to the country for for various reasons. I won't mention the B word Brexit, but that is that is in some areas um, quite a big issue in terms of um, trades and the, the availability, or certainly when it comes to recruitment. So that's that's an important thing to 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 consider as well. So yeah, that that's and I would encourage anyone who is wanting to grow their business to to actively seek out opportunities to be able to broaden their horizons uh, and that means going to business shows that means going to might mean going to networking events it might mean setting up your own business group in your local area it might mean joining uh, a chamber of commerce or the, the federation of small businesses in your area or who, whoever the point is that in order to grow, you normally have to look out outwards. Uh, I was watching some really interesting content online uh, early this week, I think it was, and um, it was kind of a a riff on the main theme that show me your friends and I'll show you your future. In other words, uh, take the people that you hang around with. You you will you are or will become the net result of those types of people. So, for instance, if you hang around with six alcoholics, then chances are you'll become the seventh alcoholic. And if you hang around with six people who go to the gym, then chances are you're going to be the seventh person who goes to the gym. And the the phrase that was used in this sense was proximity is profit. And what that means is if you get to know and hang around with people who who can help you grow then yes, from a financial perspective, you will you can do very well financially. But also, I'd say on a on a uh, on a non financial level, on a uh, on an educational level, on a motivational level, you will become more profitable because you will be around people who have the same thoughts, have the same goals, have the same habits that you either have or aspire to have and i think that's i think that's really important because i think as people we tend to want to not necessarily hang around with people who are beneath us or above us we kind of hang around with people who are pretty much the same but that is that is 
in business terms, that can be a major comfort zone and nothing's really ever achieved in your comfort zone. Always be striving to, 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 um, to seek out people who can help you get to the next level. And what you tend to find is those people are only too willing to help. Um, like some of my, uh, some of the people I mentor, they are one person bands, but they're wanting to grow their business. I've started to grow my business, so I'm a bit further on than them, but I'm not, I'm not like some multimillionaire who is, you know, who is hard to get hold of and completely off limits. It's not like that. And I think one of the, th- and I, I, I talked to Brianna about this in um, the podcast we did uh, a few months ago regarding um, entrepreneurship in the American dream and, and social media, which is, which is her particular field. I think there is a big gap between the day to day entrepreneur and the kind of the brash flashing money look at my ferrari look at my mansion behind you know eight foot high gate i've made it there's a massive there's a there's a massive um population right in the middle of that and that's the people who like myself are working hard trying to build a business and trying to make something themselves but aren't necessarily um, beyond reach, and what you, what it's always good to do is to find people who've actually either going in the same direction as you, or have reached the destination that you want to get to, and and that will change because once you get to that destination, you're then trying to find other people, and then other people, and other people. Now, some people can get quite sniffy about that and say, "Well, isn't that just using people?" No, because it's it's actually usually a it's actually mutually beneficial, really. Because, say, for instance, uh, someone who I mentor, uh, it, someone who I mentor, they they grow their business and grow it beyond mine. And then I'd I would fully expect them. In fact, I would hope that they would go and find someone else who can who can then push them along further. Um, I, I wouldn't get all sniffy about it and go, "Well, what's wrong with me?" You know, you've you, you've used me, and I mean, it's you know, that's that's quite. Uh, that's quite self, uh, quite a self-serving attitude, and um, also a bit of a needy attitude, and it's, uh, you know, it's n- not something I, I particularly uh, find. It's not, it's not particularly something I, I, I do. I'm quite happy for people to get on. I'm quite happy for people to to evolve, and that's that's perfect. I mean, if you think about it on a very basic level. Very few people have the same friends that they did when they were at primary school or secondary school. You know, as you move on through life and your priorities change, uh, then your life changes. And all right, you might see people from school, but you might not see them as often. You might not see them every day like you used to because the situation changes. And the idea that as we get older and as as children, we kind of accept that you go to primary school you have friends, but then you move on. At secondary school, you get new friends, and as as children, we accept it. It's only as, it's only as adults we kind of torture ourselves that that oh my god, what will people think of me? Oh my god, uh, that I'm being am I does it look like I'm using people? No, you're doing it exactly what children do, but they don't have the hangups about it because you know. Obviously, that when you're a kid, you don't probably don't necessarily think about it as deeply as as what you do when you're uh, my age, for instance. But uh, the whole point is that in order to grow, in order to uh, 
be the version of success that you recognize as success. And I've, like I've always said, never accept someone else's version of success. Create your own version of success. And what you deem is, is success, if you reach that, then that is success, regardless of what anyone says. To some people, success is a Lamborghini on the drive. And to some people, success is just getting a, be able to afford a takeaway at the end of the week for the family. You know, don't be don't be um, limited uh, by anyone else's barometer of success. It's yours and yours alone. So get out there, meet people, uh, and look beyond your own business because it's a big world out there. And I guarantee that if you do that, then you'll have a lot more ideas buzzing around your head. And who knows, one day you might be able to might be able to achieve those goals and move on further. So I hope you enjoyed this week's show. Uh, I am very passionate about this particular thing because obviously it's something I, I practice what I preach in this. Uh, but also I love it when I see other people doing it and moving on and being successful. I, I always think good on you. Uh, and for the naysayers who look at other people and are a bit sniffy, well, if you look at them, have they ever achieved anything? Probably not. So don't worry about those people. Concentrate on your own goals. So like I always say, if you want to send me an email, uh, it's david at trade-entrepreneur.co.uk. If you're on Spotify, Amazon Music or Apple Podcasts, hit that subscribe button and it'll tell you when the next show is available. You can always leave a comment on our Facebook page and on Twitter at TEP Show. So thanks once again for joining me. Have a fantastic week. Let's hope that snow melts and we get some uh, sunshine back soon. And we'll see you all again very soon. 